be sure to check out the new boxagimmicks.com. It's the official store of What Happened When, where you can get all of your podcast gimmicks, hats, masks, posters, mugs, and more. So check out boxagimmicks.com. Also visit loisrules.com to find all the latest What Happened When gear. That's loisrules.com. Hey man, got a quick question for you. What would you do with an extra $100,000? No, you don't have to go embarrass yourself on TV at a wrestling camp. No, you don't have to win any challenges out in the desert. All you've got to do is go to savewithconrad.com. You may not realize it, but there has been six figures of savings hiding in your own house. No, it's not in your junk drawer. It's not in your attic. It's not in your basement. It's in your mortgage. You're overpaying your single biggest bill, and you may not even realize it. Here's a quick test for me. Do me a favor. Take your monthly payment and multiply it by 360. That big, scary number you're looking at, that's what you're really paying for your house. That's what we call the total of payments. When you add up all 30 years of your existing mortgage, that big, scary number is what you're actually paying. And when you see that, you'll realize, uh, Houston, we have a problem, but don't worry. If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out savewithconrad.com while Dave Silver revolves it. Okay. That was corny, but the point is I can get you out of debt faster and do it with cheaper monthly payments. If you're in a 30 year loan right now, it's not a matter of if we can save you money. It's a matter of how much. I'm routinely helping people get interest rates in the twos and cut years. You hear me? I said years of unnecessary house payments off of their loan. And here's my question. If you could keep paying roughly the same monthly payment, but pay your house off years faster, why wouldn't you do that? Keep more of your own money and really think about what it takes to save a hundred thousand dollars. Now, if you don't do this, you're going to work for that money, pay taxes on it, and then just give it away. Why would you do that? Set yourself up for real financial peace, for real financial freedom, and get rid of your single biggest bill, your mortgage. By the way, we're routinely helping our listeners get rid of all their credit card debt. And I'm talking about mean, nasty, ugly credit card debt. That's 18, 19, 20, 21% interest. If you've made a minimum payment on your credit cards this year, you owe it to yourself to run the numbers right now at savewithconrad.com. I'm routinely helping people pay their house off faster and by getting rid of their other consumer debt, like car loans and credit card debt, they're saving five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. Oh yeah. Still going from a 30 year loan to a 15 year loan. Now you don't need perfect credit to do this. You don't need money out of your pocket to do this, but you do need to spend 10 minutes right now. Just let us run the numbers for free at savewithconrad.com. It's no cost, no obligation. And if we can't help you out, we won't waste your time. We've recently been able to approve credit scores in the five hundreds and oh yeah, you even get to skip your next two house payments. So why wouldn't you do this? It's a no brainer. It's savewithconrad.com. NMLS number six, five, zero, eight, four equal housing lender. And did I mention we're licensed in 40 States? Yes. That probably includes your state too. Check it out right now at savewithconrad.com. There's no better time to say I love you and the most hated jeweler in America is at it again. You've heard us say I hate stevensinger.com and you've heard us rave about his famous roses. But Steven Singer has been selling diamonds and bridal jewelry for four decades. Whether you have someone or something to celebrate, Steven is there for you. Ready to take the next step? Steven has a ready for love engagement ring collection that is no hassle, no risk, expertly picked engagement rings that are ready to go. Don't worry, Steven won't let you mess this up. He's been selling online for over two decades, but he's recently kicked everything up a notch to better service friends and guests online. 
He has real expert jewelers on call to help you find the perfect ring or gift through new virtual video appointments, calls, texts, chats, or emails, all with extended hours. On top of that, he offers the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee and free shipping. Interest-free financing is available online, too, and that's just the beginning. Gifts that say I love you every single day, backed with decades of experience in the comfort of your own home, it's easy. Just go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Fast, free, and safe shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Jim Crockett for Starcade, 605 NWA. TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede. Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tactics. Turner, Bonin, Mid-South Joint World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and Friends North, they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off center stage. Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh, lowest rules can't pass. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Ziggs a good looking man. Klondike Bill, make a tip. Tommy, you come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring. And here's your co-host, hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? Wouldn't I kind of also be the voice of your current state of mind? No, no, no. That's me. I'm the oh. vo- I'm their voice of their pandemic. Or I'm sorry, let me start it again. And it is I, Conrad Thompson, the voice of your pandemic. Boy, that was a little Vincent McMahon type. It is I. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. I think the way Bruce does the Vince McMahon and he says, Aretha Franklin. He's real throaty with that shit, which is sometimes good, but that's another conversation today. We're here to talk about, well, one of the things you and I enjoy talking about most on this show, ECW, ECW and tomorrow, yeah. believe it or not. Is a big anniversary for ECW because way back when, in 1994, they pulled off a ruse. By hmm. they, I mean Todd Gordon, at the time the owner of Eastern Championship Wrestling, Paul Heyman, his new booker, his new uh, golden child, and Shane Douglas, who had spent a little bit of time in both the WWF and WCW by that point, and it's the finals of an NWA World championship tournament so the winner is going to become the world champion and once shane wins the nwa title he throws it down and says he doesn't want to represent a dead organization he's not going to accept being the nwa champion throws it down and proclaims himself the new ecw world heavyweight champion and extreme championship wrestling is off to the races 
They removed themselves from the NWA. It's a whole big swerve. Uh, they thought it was an angle. They being NWA officials who were sitting ringside only finding out later. Oh no, we got double crossed and they really made an ass out of us on their TV. And we were complicit because we thought it was a, a wink and a nod and it's not, they're really gone. And then fast forward five years later on the exact same day, August 27th, 1999 ECW debuts on TNN. They have their first ever national cable television. And it's such a monumental night because the Dudley boys are leaving for the WWF and Raven comes back from WCW in a total surprise that no one saw coming. And we're going to watch both shows today. Originally, these aired in one hour form. Of course, they've removed the commercials from the network. So we got an ECW doubleheader, and it's all about August 27th, 1999 and 1994. That's pretty cool shit, man. All right, Tony, I know you're looking for things to do to get out of the house. You must have really reached another level of boredom or stir crazy because you came to my house, but I'm ready to leave too. I say we make a little road trip. I say we go to ocean city, Maryland. I'm talking about the residence in, and here's the deal. Second season is upon us. I'd like to enjoy fall from ocean city, Maryland, baby. They've got a residence in there by Marriott ocean city, and it was voted coastal style magazines, 2020 hotel of the year. Check that out. Now, why are they winning all these awards? They've got all the amenities. Like you can paddleboard, you can kayak all from their Bayside beach. It's just a short little walk from the Atlantic ocean. You can enjoy dinner at the Bayview bar and grill. You can have an adult beverage over at the soggy dollar pool bar. And they've even got local golf packages, extended stay dining packages, and even an active couples package. But here's the best part right now you get low seasonal rates and it's the best time of the year to enjoy all that ocean city has to offer. Check them out right now at residenceinoc.com or look them up on Instagram. It's residence in underscore OCMD on Instagram. Or matter of fact, just pull up Facebook and search residence in ocean city. If you'd like to call them directly to make your reservation today, and I highly recommend you do check them out at 410-723-2222. And maybe it's okay to mention judge Jeff Jones. It's his ocean city hotel of choice. The GM, by the way, is a huge fan of our show, and that's the reason they're advertising here. So if you want to go to a, a wrestling-friendly place and be taken care of by other wrestling fans, I can't recommend this enough. Residence in Ocean City, Maryland. And by God, if it's good enough for Judge Jeff Jones, it's good enough for me. Check them out one more time. It's residenceinoc.com or look them up on Instagram. Check this place out. It's residence in underscore OCMD on Instagram or on Facebook. Just look up residence in ocean city. And then once you know you're headed that way, give them a call, set up a reservation and tell them judge Jeff Jones sent you 410-723-2222. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. It it's uh it's wrestling history, isn't it? It is. And I'm excited because uh, it, famously you've, you've said on the show, you didn't watch shit. So you've seen neither of these shows. Right. And you know, here, uh, many, many years later, we're talking about what, 20 years later, 21 years later, uh, that, uh, ECW belt or that NWA belt at that time could have wrapped around the waist of Paulie dangerously back then, but not today. Oh my could, gosh. It could barely fit. I mean, he could like, uh, maybe get it from one side to the other. You have been double barreling 
Ollie lately, and and I wish he would lay off because he's uh he was the maestro of so many of my favorite wrestling moments. And you're being yeah. you're being rude and disrespectful on this program. Yeah, I, I I'm sorry, I shouldn't be that way. We agree. He'll have his chance. I know his day to to slap me back, and it's fine. You know, I shouldn't really. Yeah, yeah, I won't do that again. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Well, listen, fire up your WWE network. But that belt, that belt would like, just probably wouldn't even go around the front part of these. <sighs> just an observation. I won't do it again. Sorry. Do me a favor. Pull up yeah. in ring on your WWE network. Go down until you see ECW Hardcore TV, mm-hmm. and then I want you to click 1994. Scroll down until you see August 30th, 1994. So the event happened on August 27th, but it's going to air on their television on August 30th. Of course, back then they were syndicated had a really small syndicated network in the Northeast. And they may have been on the sunshine network by this point. I'm not sure, uh, but they were getting some momentum and man, they're about to be a big, big deal. This is sort of the origin story of ECW, if you will, uh, a very critical moment in their history. And I'm excited to watch it with you. So fire it up ECW hardcore TV, August 30th, 1994. But before we do, Tony, I guess we should mention uh, you guys have a big pay-per-view coming up here before we know it. Uh, are you excited about AEW's All Out? Yeah, I really am. I'm, I'm excited because I I really think, you know, even though he's a turd, that uh, because of his record and what he has done, MJF certainly deserves a title shot. And he also deserves to get his ass kicked, yes. which I know John Moxley will do. Yeah, I'm in on that. So yeah, I can't wait to see uh I can't wait to see Moxley beat MJF's ass to a soundtrack of right. the voice of my childhood, Jim Ross and his mm-hmm. friend Tony Schiavone. Yeah. Also, uh and you saw you saw that it aired Saturday night. You know, we had a we had a show on Saturday night. Oh, and what a show it was, dude. Yeah, and I'm really excited that the fact that we are going to have the uh the women's champion Sheeta defend the title against the NWA women's champion, Thunder Rosa. Wow. That's That's kind of, that that's a big deal. That's kind of big time stuff. I mean, that uh, is big stuff. And, and I'm the reason I'm excited about it is Thunder Rosa and I have been very good friends for a number of years. We've stayed in touch. We, we did a contract contract. We did an autograph signing together in Staten Island, uh, about four years ago, three years ago. And we've stayed in touch. Melissa and I have stayed in touch. And when I found out she was going to come in and they worked out a deal and they were going to come in for that one shot, uh, and, um, and she was going to be on our pay-per-view. I just, I, I walked by her, uh, the, the day that she came into her promo, I walked by her and I went, wait a second. And she looked at me and we just, we hugged and, uh, I, I love her. I, I do I, because she's a good person. She's a hardworking girl. And I'm really glad to see her uh, get a chance to really get some big time uh, national exposure and her match against Sheeta, which she's never worked against. should be great. So uh, I'm excited about that. And that, that just adds more excitement to that pay-per-view. I hope that means that uh, they've got more action figures coming our way, because I've got to tell you, I've been fired up looking at what Jazzwares has been doing with this new AEW unrivaled series of figures. Uh, I've already got my order in. I've got Cody on the way. I've got brand brand on the way. Of course, I've got the bucks. I've got Kenny Omega and I've got a last champion. Uh, I'm going to get those displayed here in the little home studio. And I think my favorite thing they're selling though, right now, Tony, and these are all available at Walmart, by the way, is, uh, 
is the big ring. I know they've got like two rings. They've got one that's really made for playing, one that's made for displaying, maybe. Uh, but the scale ring, my goodness, that's like uh, that thing looks unreal. I, I got to get my hands on that. I've yet to grab that, uh, but you know it won't be too long before I've got that replica title. It's been well established. I'm a belt collector and haven't been able to get my hands on a real AEW belt. Uh, but this thing on a shelf is hard to beat, especially for 19.99. Are you kidding? Right. Good stuff. Uh, Jeremy Padauer, who's the, uh, uh, the chief of Jazzwares and a good friend of ours has done a, just a remarkable job with all of these. And he was instrumental in the toy industry in that he, the, the, he, uh, he was instrumental in having the WWE realize that figures were not just for kids, right? that they were collector's items for adults yep. and that changed the game. And now you're seeing kind of a result of that. These, uh, these, uh, these figures are phenomenal. So congratulations to jazz wares. And we're really excited about being with them and just maybe just maybe down the road, if they get enough plastic to, uh, to shape the belly, there'll be a Tony Schiavone figure and you pull the back of it. And it says, you're right. Jr. And you pull it again. It says, you're right. Excalibur. And then you pull it the third time. It says, yes, sir. Tony Khan. Does it ever say anything to Taz? No. Yeah. It's it does. Pro- it's probably it, best. I mean, it, it, yeah, it ignores Taz much like it really does in real life. Oh, your phone's about to blow up. Hey, listen, <laughs> your, my phone's blowing up right now. Telling me that Walmart nationwide is, uh, nearly sold out of these things, but they're restocking the shelves very, very quickly. If you haven't already run down to your local Walmart, see if you can snatch some of these, they've got a chase figure. They've got a rare figure. These are going to be very, very collectible. And you're sort of getting in on the ground floor, man. Uh, I I got my set coming. I hope you got your set coming. Uh, I can't believe that this is a real thing that you can go to Walmart and pick up something from AEW off the shelf. Now, if you make a trip to Walmart a few times and keep checking back with them, uh, because these things are selling like hotcakes. But if you don't find everything you're looking for, cruise over to ringsidecollectibles.com and pick you up a set. Uh, and I got to be honest with you guys, I'm pushing this real hard right now when it's not even necessarily a spot, but I want these to be successful so we can get a Tony Schiavone figure because Tony, I don't think there's ever been a Tony Schiavone figure. Do I have that right? There's never been one that's mass produced. Uh, yeah. We, one of our buddies and, yeah. uh, his name, uh, Escapes me right now, and I'm sorry. He's one of our low-key big hogs, too. Uh, made one for me, and uh, he also made one for Dave Silva, I guess. Yeah, you know? I, listen, yeah. we've had lots of customs. Hell, I've got customs. But I'm saying I want to go to the store and pick Tony Schiavone up off the shelf, put him in my basket, uh, and everybody knows it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again, and then I want to buy it. <laughs> I want to scan it. I want to take it home, and then I want to open the box, and I want to throw it off the mountain. <laughs> that's what i want to do with my tony shivani figure i can't throw the real one i want to throw <laughs> your ass off the mountain and that will never happen if series one is not successful so please help uh, guys i don't ask much here please help me go snatch up all these and uh, when you start to see some tweets from us about it uh help us push it because if this is successful there will be a series two and there'll be a series mm-hmm. three and there'll be a series four and there'll be a series five and, and once they do the entire dark order and everyone on dark and Brian Pillman jr. And Griff Grifferson, then they'll get around 
to Tony Schiavone for the first time ever. And I, like you, will go scan that thing, bring it home, open the package, throw it right off the mountain. All right, Tony, let's give everybody a peek behind the curtain about our real life. This past weekend, you made the trek over to the Conradison. We jumped in the pool and spent the majority of the day outside in the pool, maybe consuming some adult beverages. We wound up staying up way, way too late. And as a result, uh, we needed a little, get me going the next morning. And you know what? I've realized our mistake was we weren't drinking enough hydrant. Summer's here. It's crazy hot outside. We all know we should be drinking more water, but by the time we feel thirsty, it's too late. You're already dehydrated. You can't focus. You feel tired. And as if you didn't already know this, drinking enough water is critical for a healthy lifestyle. It's going to increase your brain power and boost your productivity. It'll help you prevent headaches and increase your focus. It'll improve your skin and your mood. It'll even help your digestion and give you energy. It'll prevent bad breath. It can even help you lose weight. But how much water should you drink each day? Like 10 cups, a gallon? The good news is it doesn't have to be that complicated. That's why we start our days here at the Conradison with Hydrant. Hydrant helps you hydrate faster. Hydrant has created a refreshing electrolyte powder that you mix directly into water to more efficiently and more effectively hydrate your body. It hydrates you quickly and keeps you going for longer. Each rapid hydration mix has the four essential electrolytes your body needs, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. It's really going to pack a punch to help you hydrate your body fast and stay hydrated. And if you're looking for that extra boost of energy, there's also hydrant plus caffeine, which contains a hundred milligrams of caffeine from green tea. We should also mention hydrant is backed by research. The formula was developed by an Oxford scientist. It's also loved and enjoyed by professional athletes, top performers, celebrities. There's thousands of five-star reviews. You don't have to just take our word for it. I do want to mention this is made with real fruit juice powder. It's delicious. It's refreshing. It comes in a huge variety of flavors including the new summer-friendly iced tea lemonade and fruit punch. We should also mention it's backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love it, send it back for a full refund. But you really do need to try it for yourself to see what I'm talking about. It tastes incredible, and it works. Hydrant starts at just a buck a packet for a 30-day supply, and you can save even more with a monthly subscription. And we've got a great deal for you guys right now. Here's a special deal to save 25% off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com forward slash WHW and enter our promo code WHW at checkout. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T dot com slash WHW. And be sure to enter promo code WHW for 25% off your first order. That's drinkhydrant.com slash WHW and enter promo code WHW to save 25%. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, without further ado. Fire up BCW Hardcore TV, August 30th, 1994. And uh, I think we're doing something different these days. Lois has kicked off the show, although I can't believe this. Uh, we talked about it last week. It's really happening. Ask Lois Anything is over at adfreeshows.com. And of course, who could forget? Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. We're putting it in both spots for you. Uh, so no matter where you are, you'll get a little more Lois little laying yap, if you will, but Lois is, uh, she's a big star now. So she's not doing our countdowns. Instead, we've got one of our low key big hogs doing it. Right. Tone. We got low key big hogs, Conrad, and we got glass bottom boat riders doing it. Well, 
I, so the I, top two tiers, right? Yeah. Get their shot. You're a part of the show, baby. So without mm-hmm. further ado, let's get a countdown on ECW Hardcore TV, August 30th, 1994. It's 48 minutes. I'm ready when you are, Tony. And let's go to one of our glass bottom boat riders with the countdown. This is Carl Hayes from Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Proud to be a listener of what happened when. And if there's any way to get through this quarantine, being happy, being joyful and full of life, it's a watch along with Tony and Conrad. So here we go. Here's the countdown. Three, two, one, play. And here we see... Holly dangerously with nine one one in the ring and he's pointing at a fake doink here. And so the idea here is nine one one is here to save wrestling. And in ninety four, as you know, there was more of a cartoonish presentation, if you will. And nine one one is about to uh that's not a fake doink, that's the real doink. That's Matt Bourne, ladies and gentlemen. Really? But yeah, nine one one was like uh I don't know, a very important part of ECW because that whenever there was, he's just a monster who just comes in and chokes lambs, anybody and anyone in his way looks the part, man. But the idea being whenever something is bad for wrestling or the fans don't like it and they hate something, when they start chanting nine, one, one, he comes out to some old, old hard rock and bam, choke slam and we're done. It's a cool gimmick. I like it. There you see Paulie saying, you're going to choke slam him. Going to, going to choke slam him. I'm going to choke slam him. And Doink's like, I'm going to need an apple. By the way, an an evil clown is a good gimmick. I know it used to get shit on Mm -hmm. and people said, oh man, clowns and wrestling. This is stupid, but an evil clown. Mm-hmm. Not like a happy-go-lucky one, but a bad guy clown. There's a lot of people who are scared of clowns. Yeah, and, and, and even more so today. I mean, I listen, you know, uh, my daughter, Laurie, who works on uh, this show with us, she's petrified of clowns. Petrified of them. And uh, I, I liked Matt Bourne. Matt Bourne was a good guy, man. He was, uh, you know, big Josh and liked him a lot. Thought he was a pretty good worker, too. Oh, I mean, without question, he's a tremendous worker. Yeah. Never will forget the bears pissing down the, the entryway. Oh, he choke slammed him immediately. <laughs> bye. Bye. Sad clown. <laughs> bye. Bye. Sad clown. <laughs> well, the fans are rabid, aren't they? Yes, they are. And look, he's, he's asking them, do they want another one? Oh my God. I love Joey styles. What is the objective? This guy doesn't belong here. This is hardcore. You want to be a clown? Take I 95 back to Connecticut. (laughs) Huh? Oh, wow. What a hot way to start a show, buddy. Well, and it's also, you know, one of the things that Paul was really, really great at was eating. God damn it. Okay. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. Go ahead. Positioning us against the world. Right. You know, I mean, Bischoff is the enemy. Vince McMahon is the enemy. They don't do the type of wrestling you enjoy. They don't know how to present wrestling seriously. 
They're catering to kids. They got silly shit. This is badass hardcore stuff. And here he is. I think he's going to do a promo. Let's uh, let's track it. This ain't no freaking circus. This is ECW. So simple, so effective. And look at the crowds chanting ECW, ECW. <laughs> and, and Joey Styles line, one clown down, only McMahon and Bischoff remain. Wow. This is before, see, it says Eastern Championship Wrestling. They're not even extreme yet, but there's Tommy Dreamer. There's Road Warrior Hawk. There's the Sandman, Mikey Whipwreck. I love the old primitive sort of look that we've got here because this is down and dirty. Look at that. Wow. Rocco rock hung upside down. Wow. Mr. Hughes. There's Taz Curtis. fan as Taz maniac. Holy. I've always enjoyed too. Whenever Paulie didn't have like the Zach Morris brick phone, he just had like your mama's cordless phone. Right. <laughs> he got done at the Walmart. Oh, look at Joey, man. Yeah. With that, like uh, backdrop behind him, it looks like he's here for an insurance seminar <laughs> today. I'm going to be talking about sexual harassment in the workplace. Tony Schiavone, why don't you have a seat right over there? Well, Mr. Styles, I would like to say that every allegation against me is completely false and you should straighten up that tie of yours and probably, uh, make sure that you steam your background. So it's not so wrinkly. No, that, that's the idea. They want it to look wrinkly. It gives it depth or whatever. Can I give you something that you won't believe? You've done, you've, you've been very good at that. Go ahead. He's 23 here. Joey styles is Joey styles is the voice of the show at just 23 years old. Oh my gosh. And woman, woman just nailed peaches in the back of the head mm. with a cane. That's Sandman's real life wife, by the way. Wow. And they're calling instead of the Singapore cane, they're calling this the brutal Malaysian stick. Wow. Do you remember why it's called a Singapore cane? Uh, because they cane in Singapore. Uh, there was an incident way back when with, uh, an American. Oh yeah. I guess it was. Yeah. It turns out it was in 94. Yeah. And he was sentenced to six strokes of the cane in Singapore mm -hmm. for theft yeah. and vandalism at 18 years old. Yeah. But that happened in 94. How about that? Right. And, and of course, a lot of people were outraged because of it. And I said, they should cane him every day for a month. That's a good way to stop something like that from happening, but that's the world we live in now. So that's the boy. Tommy dreamer looks pretty ripped here. Doesn't he? Whoa. Yikes. He's going to slogger. Uh, Oh, right in the back of the head. And you want to talk about some brutal shit, dude. This is, I mean, this is hard to watch. How about that weird effect they did on the video? It, it, for a minute, I thought my internet was jacked up. <laughs> yeah, it did. This goddamn <laughs> business internet. What the? Yeah. So the deal is they're, they're in a bit of a, uh, and the reason we're seeing steals is because they were very much trying to sell videotapes. Mm. So if you want to see the full thing, you got to buy the videotape. And, uh, a lot of fans of course did that. 
but the, the story here is they're going to do a big caning thing. And the big incident, by the way, with Michael Fay, the real story, the American mm-hmm. in Singapore, he was sentenced in March of 94. So we're not too terribly long. It is sort of topical. And what a crazy year 94 is when you think about it. I think that's when the whole Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan thing happened. Oh, here's woman. Let's, uh, let's track his knees begging, looking up to me, woman, like every man does. I want him every way I want him. See what I have to put up with Tanya Jamie? Something that you created. She wants, she wants, she wants you bloody. She wants you beaten. I'm gonna light your butt up like a Christmas tree dreamer tonight. What woman wants, woman gets. Dreamer, one lit butt deserves another for the worst kiss ever. One lit butt deserves another. Mm. She was so evilly sexy. Singapore caning match. Here we go. You want to talk mm. about some brutality coming right up. What do you think of, uh, the way they have uh, ruined this show with their silly musical dubs? And here's the thing. I understand that it's not cost effective to pay for the music rights, but I almost wonder like. What would it cost to play all the real music that they played? And could we as fans pay a little more every month and get the original audio version? Like, okay, if it's nine ninety nine to hear, you know, this generic bullshit music, could we get like the real one for nineteen ninety nine a month? Because I'd pay mm. double to hear the actual music and not this nonsense. Mm. Well, here's the here's the deal. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm not trying to say that I know, but I, I think that people would try to hold them up. Of course they words, would. Yeah. But yeah. In other words, you want the music, Boy, you really want it, boy, here's the price. Oh, it just went up type thing. Well, I just think it would be nice if, if they went and figured that out and got some sort of a, a licensing deal and we, we paid more, I'm, I'm down with paying more. I don't know if music licensing people are anything like the photography people, but photography people are the worst. You know, they'll put things online that make you think they're free, and then they'll try to charge you for them after you use them. Well, that's why you get a a licensing deal from Getty Images or iStock Photo. Right. By the way, look at how Sandman is dressed here. He's just wearing regular dirty-ass sneakers. (laughs) Not just wrestling boots, but, like, not even a new pair of sneakers. Just, like... I was doing yard work in these yesterday and now I'm wrestling with them. The loser gets Kane when we return. Sandman's got the gimmick though. You know, you wear some Zubaz pants and a cutoff t-shirt and tennis shoes. Like I can't think of a more comfortable thing to wrestle in. And you know, right before this, he was wearing a wetsuit to the ring. So this is probably a very welcome thing. I mean, this looks like how Bruce Pritchard dresses around the house. Well, it's kind of the way I dress around the house, but I go barefooted and I have pajama bottoms and I have a, uh, like a thermal shirt on uh, here That's comes how I dress around the house. Sandman pushes the ref down by the head. Woman's in here with the Singapore cane. Now 
Mm-hmm. So again, Dreamer's got her by the head. What's he going to do? Is he going to give her a sugar? Oh. Nope. Dodges the punch there. Oh. He got caned and then he got DDT'd. How about the fans are not a fan of Tommy Dreamer? Let's be clear. And that's a hit, by the way. But when, when, uh, look, it looks daylight outside, does it not? You see mm-hmm. the, the light peeking through the doors over there in the ECW arena? Right. I took you to the ECW arena once with me, did I not? I did an autograph signing there. It was cool to finally be there, was it not? Oh, yeah, it was. It was. And that's where I met, uh, that's where I didn't met, but I, that's where I saw, I saw Sandman. I saw a bunch of guys there. And I did an autograph signing beside a JR and, and um, Jerry Lawler. It was a pretty good day. It really was. And uh, I believe, were you with me? I believe we were there, weren't we? Wasn't that a WHW autograph signing or something? It all runs together. It does, doesn't it? Is that Axel Rotten in the back? Oh, yeah, it's a lot of the guys are out. Yeah, this is the ECW locker room, and here's Todd Gordon. Let's track it. They're going to restart the match. And of course, Todd Gordon, not only the owner of Eastern Championship Wrestling, but the on air commissioner. And here's what Tommy says. So they're trying to endear him to the fans and Tommy saying, Nope, I don't want to restart. I'm a man. This is ECW. I'll take the cane shots. So he's going to pull down his straps here on his suspenders, hold the top rope, bend over and take 10 licks from the Singapore cane. Let's track it. Uh, it's, a, it's a woman promo. We'll come back to it. Mm-hmm. She's trying to make him an offer right now. I said, get down on your knees and bow to me and you can get out of this. Mm-hmm. Of course, he ain't going to do that. They're trying to make him a baby face, baby. Mm-hmm. No, here we go. Here comes okay. Shot number one. Oh, I don't want to watch this. I can't look. So the first one mm. goes down to a knee. Did this turn him into the baby face? Well, the fans were just sort of puking him up because he was, you know, good looking yeah. dude, jacked up with suspenders. They're like, fuck mm-hmm. this, man. We want Sabu and Sandman. Here comes another one. This dreamer. Dreamer. You don't have to go through this. All you have to do is get down on your knees and kiss my feet. Come on. You're a yeah, this is drama. And that one broke the cane. Mm. And it flies into the stands too. Man, we're only two shots in. Can you believe that? This is crazy. There's no better time to say I love you, and the most hated jeweler in America is at it again. You've heard us say, I hate stevensinger.com and you've heard us rave about his famous roses, but Steven Singer has been selling diamonds and bridal jewelry for four decades. Whether you have someone or something to celebrate, Steven is there for you. Ready to take the next step. Steven has a ready for love engagement ring collection. That is no hassle, no risk expertly picked engagement rings that are ready to go. Don't worry. Steven won't let you mess this up. 
He's been selling online for over two decades, but he's recently kicked everything up a notch to better service friends and guests online. He has real expert jewelers on call to help you find the perfect ring or gift through new virtual video appointments, calls, texts, chats, or emails, all with extended hours. On top of that, he offers the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee and free shipping. Interest-free financing is available online, too, and that's just the beginning. Gifts that say I love you every single day, backed with decades of experience in the comfort of your own home, it's easy. Just go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Fast, free, and safe shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Smoking a cigarette in a wrestling ring. Nailing another guy with a Singapore cane. Meanwhile, oh, you guys have like the fucking, you know, the Zodiac and <laughs> Shark and Hogan getting confused, touching water and yelling, it's not hot. Look at his back, man. Yeah. Good God. Here's the thing too. I know that, you know, if I showed my dad, this, my dad would say, how much do you think he got paid for that? Yeah. Cause on some level, my dad is like, these guys are trading their bodies and their time for money. So how much was his physical abuse worth? And I'm almost embarrassed to tell him what I think the real answer would be. So I just say, oh, dad, everything's not about money, but clearly it is. Well, guess what? I'm going to text him and ask him right now. <laughs> uh, Cause he's a good guy. Yeah. And by the way, what he said right there is, please, sir, may I have another? <laughs> this is uh, one of the more iconic moments in ECW history, and you're now up to snuff on it. I mean, let's remember. The WWF this same month presented the real undertaker versus the fake undertaker. Oh, and who was the guy who did, uh, the fake undertaker the naked gun. Was that the Leslie, naked Nielsen? Gun, oh, Leslie Nielsen, right? So Leslie Nielsen has helped trying to find the fake undertaker or the real undertaker. Huh. But I mean, that yeah. channel has IRS and the head shrinkers and Tatanka and Mabel and yeah, a fake undertaker. So wow. you compare that to this, it's different. <laughs> that same month, by the way, you guys put Vader in the ring with, uh, the guardian angel. You put Dave Sullivan in there with Kevin Sullivan. You had the you know, honky tonk I, man and Johnny be bad. Yeah. Right. Uh, of all that, uh, Vader against the uh, Guardian Angel is not that bad because the Guardian Angel could work. I know he can, but the Guardian Angel. Yeah, like I know. A it was, it, it was cheap, a, a cheap Curtis Sliwa gimmick. Not that Curtis Sliwa is cheap, but we were just trying to rip off that. Wasn't a bad idea in hindsight. 
Good God. I can't look at this back. Dude, it's brutal. One more shot. We're nine down. One more shot. Let's track it. I feet. Oh. This is brutal. I don't want to see this. Oh my God. Ask for the best shot and then get a running start. What the fuck, man? Hmm. Can Tommy dreamer ever come back from this beating? Man, there are moments like these, Conrad, when I'm so glad that you and I go back and watch stuff like this, that I can witness things like this. And what you say was a big moment in ECW that I never knew about, never would have watched had it not been for you and doing this podcast. I'm just great moment, man. And here's, here's what we're trying to do with Tommy dreamer, because they had this audience had vomited him up here Mm -hmm. because he was the white meat baby face. And he's here nose to nose saying, is that all you got? Cause I'm still here. I'm still standing. And look at the blood pouring down his back. And by the way, that ain't no working blood. Oh, one more this time in the back of the head and down he goes. Oh man. 11 of them. It was only supposed to be 10, mm-hmm. but again, he's a heel. So he took an extra. Now I'm going to take a little time to smoke another cig. <laughs> it's quite the presentation. Huh. It's it's taking up half the show and it's every bit worth it, I tell you that. And the other half is gonna be all about Shane Douglas and Two Cold Scorpio in the finals of the NWA World Title Tournament. And at the very end, ECW Eastern Championship Wrestling becomes extreme. And the dumb history. I have to say that is the greatest caning in the history of our great sport. If I can use that. A little slow clap Jones for you. Tommy just answered me and today. He said maybe $150 tops, but I made me, it made me way more on the back end. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yes. Good job, Tommy. You're the man. Oh, this is uh Tasmania. Yeah. So this is uh, highlights from the NWA tag or, uh, not tag with the NWA title tournament. And here you see Shane Douglas beating the Tasmaniac. I don't think you ever saw Taz as the Tasmaniac until right now, huh? That's first time, man. That's Chris Benoit laying on the map. And that's too cool. Scorpio climbing to the top. I mean, that's a lot of talent here. Is it not? Oh man. Benoit thinks he won, but Scorpio actually picks up the win. I like those finishes. Whose shoulders were down. Yeah, I do too. When it is done right by when you got to get two guys in the ring and do it right. Yeah. I like it too. Some guys, I just can't. 
Boy, fans at uh, Front Row Ringside like the fact that uh, How about this? lost Dean there. Malenko now. Wow, man, Dean two. Malenko. You want to talk about some fucking talent. Scorpio, Taz, Shane, Benoit. Mm-hmm. Malenko was never short on talent. Where's your rim shot? You got it around there somewhere. <laughs> okay. Let me f- try to find it here. Okay. Here we go. Nope. Wrong way. Nope. Never short on talent. Nobody can tell us that we don't have high quality production on this show. <laughs> I need to put a mark on that button right there. I know it now. What are you going to do? Put a picture of Dave Silva on it? <laughs> no, it remind me of him. Oh man. Last week on Arn show, he, uh, he shit on Enzo and Cass. Uh huh. I mean, Arn, as you know. Always Mr. Polite, never has anything yeah. negative or critical to say about anybody. Right. Woo. And so I've gotten the group chat, told the guys, as soon as he said it, I was like, dude, orange is shit all over Enzo and Cass. And, uh, Dave Silva couldn't wait to respond. I wish Arn would shit on me. Literally. What the fuck is wrong with him? Never seen I don't, you're, you're the one that brought him to you're the one that brought him into this group. I don't know. I brought him in for the graphics, not for to be so graphic. <laughs> Full-time job with him. <laughs> uh Now, hang on a second. This is not, is this the tournament too? Uh, this is nine one one, right? Yeah. Nine one. The doink came out. Okay. And nine one one came out to work him over and reveal that that's actually Shane dressed up as doink. Got it. So Matt Bourne was not in the doink gimmick. That was Matt still wearing doink attire. Right. But Shane Douglas was trying to get every advantage he could. Right. Either way, two cold Scorpio is the winner. Wow. So now it's two cold Scorpio and Shane Douglas. Yep. In what has become a legendary match. A little handshake. Here we go. And the winner is going to become the new NWA world champion. We should mention there was discussion. That's your boy, my boy, Jim Crockett was getting uh-huh. back into wrestling. He had to sit on the sidelines for five years. He had a non-compete as part of the terms of his sale with Ted Turner. Yeah. And now he's thinking about running again. So the NWA all of a sudden becomes, Hey, this might actually be a thing. Uh, right. Dennis Corluzzo is, is really one of the biggest promoters in the NWA in this era in the Northeast. And I think he's on the board or maybe the chairman or whatever. Well, he's sitting in the front row thinking we're about to see the kickoff of something big here. And Shane's going to be our man. Wow. Big swerve, big swerve. You know, uh, just to let you know, a little inside thing here. Uh, 
when Kip Fry was in charge of uh, WCW for that time, which I guess would have been like 92, 93. Yeah. He uh, removed Jimmy Crockett from the office. And I don't know now looking back on this, I maybe Jimmy's attitude because Jimmy's attitude in the office was like, he was like on a war path against everybody. And even me, he was like, uh, he was Jimmy became Jimmy was always kind of a, a different guy, but he, I mean, always a good, a good guy. And of course I was one of these guys, right? I mean, he started me, but he was on a war path against everybody and Kip Fried had enough and just said, go just leave and go to Dallas. Don't come to the office anymore. And we never did see Jimmy again. So I'm wondering if Jimmy was that way because maybe he thought he was going to be a part of this or something. I don't know. Don't know, but it's odd. It's around at this time. Wow. The birth of extreme championship wrestling. And I always wondered, I always wondered, I, I knew it was called Eastern championship wrestling. And I always wondered how it became extreme. And now I'm watching it. Right. And they're trying to give a, a good fundamental match here. Standing switch. I can call those buddy standing switches. You ever get a switch when you were a kid? No. Uh, and see, I uh, know. And I, but some of those other ones I can't, I can't call. I, I, there's a tope suicida. Oh, come on. Tope, Forget tope all that. Cojeron. There's a slice bread. Number two. There's a cravat. It's called slice bread I, number two. Let me, let me ask you this though. Yeah. Did you ever get hit with a switch when you were a kid? No, I didn't. You didn't get the belt either. The belt. Did you get spanked Ooh. with a belt? Were you spanked? Oh yeah. Yes. God I got damn. spanked with a belt and Hey, fly swatter too. What about a flip flop? Uh, no, uh, I, but I would, uh, ruler. No, no, but I would, I would get the hand in the back of the head. Oh, is that where you got neck problems now? Hand in the back of the head. It could have been. And dad called it clip. You. <laughs> you keep it up, kid. I'm going to clip you. Did you, um, the, the spankings that you got as a kid with a belt, was it your mom's white belt? I feel like everybody I know's mom had a white belt. And that was the spanking belt. I can't remember. I can't, but it was a belt sometime, but mostly a fly swatter with mom, but dad would clip you. And, and dad was like, he was like a cheap shot clip you. Okay. If you do something wrong, he said, I'm going to clip you. And you kept doing it. He wait till you walk away. And then he clip you from behind. How about that move by Scorpio? That was ahead of its time. Yeah. Scorpio could do some great stuff, man. I do like now this. Is ahead. this before Scorpio was part of uh, WCW? No, he had been fired for smoking weed. Okay. So Scorpio was in the early nineties. Yeah. With the, uh, rookie of the year for like four years in a row, buff Bagwell. Yeah. And by the way, there was a guy, he may still do it, but a tremendous, uh, gimmick on the independence once upon a time. Uh, Sal Renaro, and he called himself the two-time rookie of the year. 
I thought that was tremendous. <laughs> I like Shane Douglas's uh, fringe or tassels or whatever around his boots. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I like that, but I do. Yeah, it reminds me of Muhammad Ali in his first fight against Frazier. He had tassels. It reminds me of like uh, Kerry Von Erich, maybe. Kerry Von Erich, okay. Who else? Oh, Ultimate Warrior, of course. How amazing is it that Shane Douglas is not involved with a wrestling promotion right now? Well, it's uh, it's odd. Because he can talk. I always thought he would have been a good announcer. You know, back when I was doing MLW and we were talking, I was talking to Cord Bauer and we were talking about maybe guys who could work with me. Mm -hmm. And I suggested Shane Douglas because Shane always had, it was always had a very deep resonant voice and could speak. And he had done some work with me. See if he. He apparently does. I, I don't know if he does for sure, but he apparently does. I'm not saying that to be dismissive. I'm just saying I can't come up with another reason why he wouldn't be right. There, you know? Yeah, I agree. That's a shame because I was a big fan of his. Yeah. I didn't like the dynamic dudes, but moving on from that, I did. Yeah. Just this ECW version felt real, you know, I don't sure. know. Just. I always liked the characters that made me believe and Shane made me believe. Yeah. And then he got to kiss Francine on a regular basis. What's wrong with that? You know, I could line that up. What him kissing Francine or him working. You kiss promotion. Oh, baloney. No, she would go for that. Yeah. I I can't do that. No, no. I'm saying her husband knows that you're very non-threatening. You talk about how little your penis is all the time here on the show. You're very self-deprecating. Like, hell, you could kiss Megan. I don't care. I ain't like you got <laughs> nothing she wants. They like kissing her brother. <laughs> you ain't worth a fuck. What? You ain't worth a fuck. You ain't worth. No, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. You ain't worth a flying fuck. Boy, you're being real mean to me today. And I think yeah, some of I, it's- I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be hurtful. Are you mocking my choice of words? Nope. Kind Sarah, I'm not. Uh, oh, kind oh. Sarah, that's my shit too. Oh, that's where I got it from. Sorry. I just kind of fell out of my brain and onto my tongue. Sorry. Didn't realize it. Why don't you try some of that shit on, on dynamite sometime? But kind Sarah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Just drop a Conradism on dynamite one time and our listeners will know it's for me. I promise you, if I say kind Sarah, Jr. will pop. Oh, because he mocks me for saying it too. Oh my God. He's never mocked me to my face about saying kind, sir. Then you need to watch episodes of on the road. Oh yeah. Well, they're bringing up. Bagwell and Steamboat. What should I say instead? Instead of kind, sir. No, it, it's it's that, that that's what that's part of your uh, part of your charm. Don't stop with that. Fuck it, I'm done with it. <laughs> I got crabs. 
occur ABS. Nah, come on. Kind Sarah's part of you. You obviously, you're, you're, you learned it as a young child. So. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Man, wear them feelings on your sleeve there, don't you? can't believe JR's being mean to me. No, I can't either, man. Why would he ever be mean to anybody? <laughs> I let that shit go, but I'm fixing to bring it back. <laughs> I tell you uh, what, I tell you what, if he really wants to get everybody fired up, slap that goddamn leg. Look for your push. That almighty push. <laughs> Why don't we start a fight internally by the tag rope? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How can anybody not love JR? Serious uh, business. On many levels. JR, if we just followed him around with a camera, mm -hmm. we could all retire. Mm -hmm. I know. He's fucking hysterical. I know. He ought to he ought to allow that to happen. No, but. he probably don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Who's the big guy? Is that damn? If that didn't look like Barrington Hughes, that's but probably no, it's not. It has to be his dad. He's yeah, that's right. Yeah. How is Barrington? Do you still keep in touch with him? Uh, I just, uh, uh, kind of at times on, uh, on Facebook. He's a listener to our show. Nice guy. Oh yeah. Big wrestling fan. Literally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Literally. But yeah, he knows the sport. I need uh, me and him and Dave Silva to be like a six man tag team. Call ourselves the buffet wreckers. Yes. You could be the belly bump champions of the world. I thought you and Lois were that <laughs> 39 years reigning. Bing, bing. Yep. Well, we don't, we don't do much of that belly bumping anymore. Why not? Well, because you just get to a point in your marriage where eh, I'd just rather do something else. You told me once before y'all were having, and I don't really understand it, but like math problems. Yes. Yes. We were having math problems. I, I know you want me to get into that, but I'm going to save that for when we're live. What, what are we right now? I mean, on stage. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. If you see our stage show, which I hope will come to Rochester, New York sometime very soon. <laughs> it's not ever, ever. I mean, if that show ain't snake bit, I don't know what is. <laughs> we tried to do that. Some bitch and that pandemic just would not cooperate. <laughs> well, put it this way. When, uh, and when, uh, AEW comes to Rochester, New York, whenever that is, we'll have a stage show at the same time because uh, that, that Rochester sh stage show was, I love I Rochester. Know was, I don't know if it was sold out or not. Right, we had a good crowd and, and here's the thing. We had good partners up there too. Uh, comedy at the cross and shout out to my man, Vinny, but Lord, yeah. I think he got a little hot at me because he's like, Hey, AEW just announced uh, they're coming back. So-and-so can we just uh, announce that we're changing the date to that or whatever? And I'm like, no, and he's like, why? And I'm like, cause they're not coming back, man. 
oh, but, but, but Ticketmaster says, I'm like, no, I understand. This thing is not going to be gone by then. So mm-hmm. we're just going to keep kicking the can down the road. Yeah. I think he was mad at me. But the reality is that's the way it worked out. Right. I don't want it to be there. Shit. I, I want to leave the goddamn house, Tony. I want to mm-hmm. go have fun with my friends. Yep. But, you know. It's the way that the world we live in. Yeah. It's going to change after the, uh, after the election. Oh, look at I, you, conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Okay. This is it, right? Here we go. Shane Douglas is your new ECW champion. Let's track it. NWA. Let me tell you something. You may be the franchise, but it ain't going to be no bitching or no whining because you just happen to be a better man tonight. But you are the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And my, if I don't say so myself, I will be on your ass for that belt. Well, it's no secret who Shane's first challenger will be. Thank you. No question about it. Two Cold Scorpio, you are one hell of a competitor. And I will not be a champion that hides. I stand here before God and my Father in heaven tonight. As I said, I would be world's heavyweight champion. of Jack Briscoe, of the Briscoe Brothers, of Dory Funk Jr., of Terry Funk, the man who'll never die. As the real nature boy, Buddy Rogers, upstairs tonight. Heavyweight 
champion of the world! James Douglas declaring himself We have set out ECW to change world the champion of professional wrestling. So tonight, let the new era begin. The era of the sport of professional wrestling. The era of the franchise. The era of the ECW. That was a cool moment, Tony. Yeah, it was a cool moment. I, um, but he never did say extreme, did he? He just said ECW at the very end of the show. Uh huh. Todd Gordon is going to, uh, make an announcement. Okay, good. But what a historic episode Mm. of ECW that we got to share here. Absolutely. It's no wonder that, you know, independent wrestling stars who weren't under contract to the WWF or WCW from all over wanted to come work here. I mean, this has been a good TV show. Yeah, it has been a good TV show. And it, uh, again, I, it's a thing I've said many times as, uh, we watch ECW shows and, and I'll say it again here, ECW has stood the test of time. What you're seeing now is more ECW than it was NWA. And here we go. This is Dennis Carluzzo. Hey, at this time, you have to get a statement from our spokesman. I'm on the way now to have a conference call with fellow board direct members, Jim Crockett and Steve Ricard. What happened tonight was a disgrace. I'm disappointed at it. Shane Douglas is the NWA champion. He threw the belt down. He had no right to do that. Remember one thing. ECW is an NWA member, and they're under our jurisdiction. I'm going to leave right now, have a conference call. And all I can say is Shane Douglas is the world champion, NWA world champion, whether he likes it or not. And we're also going to have this problem taken care of with this ECW championship. We're going to talk about the possibility of having both belts stripped from him because he doesn't deserve to be the NWA world champion. When do you expect to get this resolved? Hopefully tonight. Thank you. So how about that? We're going to get this resolved. I don't care what he says. He's the champion, whether he likes it or not. And don't forget Eastern championship wrestling is under the jurisdiction of the NWA and he's not worthy of being a champ for either. So we're going to strip him. And here's Todd Gordon. Representative of the NWA board of directors took it upon himself to inform you that they have the power to force NWA Eastern championship wrestling, not to recognize the franchise Shane Douglas as the world heavyweight champion. Well, as of noon today, I have folded NWA Eastern championship wrestling in its place will be. ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling. And we recognize the franchise Shane Douglas as our World Heavyweight Champion. And we encourage any wrestler in the world today to come to the ECW to challenge for that belt. This is the ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling. Changing the face of wrestling. Dude. (laughs) What a big moment. (laughs) How about Rock of Rock here? (laughs) <laughs> coming in to steal the show as they're going off. And you see where it says Eastern championship wrestling, and they spray painted one line through it. They're going to do another here because Eastern is dead. Now it's extreme championship wrestling. And how funny and how almost poetic is it that extreme championship wrestling was born 
on August 27, 1994, when Shane Douglas threw down the NWA belt and Todd Gordon pulled out of the NWA. Now they're off to the races in a new direction on their own as extreme championship wrestling. And five years later to the day, ECW would debut on TNN. Boy, it's great wrestling history, man. It it is. And I, I can only think about the NWA belt. And I know it's, you know, it's, it's been bought and, and I do understand that, that Billy's doing a, a pretty good job with it. And, but man, back at that time in 1994, the NWA belt meant nothing. No, it didn't mean anything. And it hadn't since what? 89. Right. And you guys tried to keep it alive a little bit with the big goal, but yeah, it's, uh, less than ideal. And you know what? It was a ballsy move by them. It was a, it was a gamble and it worked, it paid off. So good for them. Everyone knows the risks of driving drunk. You could get in a crash. People could get hurt or killed, but let's take a moment to look at some surprising statistics. Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes, even though drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades. Drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. Drunk driving can have a big impact on your wallet too. You could get arrested and incur huge legal expenses. You could possibly even lose your job. So what can you do to prevent drunk driving? Plan a safe ride home before you start drinking and designate a sober driver or call a taxi. If you know someone who's been drinking, take their keys and arrange for them to get a sober ride home. We all know the consequences of driving drunk, but there's one thing for sure. You're wrong. If you think it's no big deal, drive sober or get pulled over. This message was brought to you today by NHTSA. Let's, uh, let's take this moment to sort of reset and we're going to, we're going to switch gears. We're going to have you go to the ECW wrestling tab of the WWE network. So it's not hardcore TV. It's ECW wrestling, which will be right beside it. And then you'll want to select 1999 cruise on down and we're not going to watch the August 27th edition. We're going to watch the September 3rd edition. And here's why this show actually was recorded on August 27th, the first ECW episode. And I'm sure we'll talk about this another time, but there was back and forth with what TNN would or wouldn't allow, uh, because they were concerned about the content of the programming. So they wound up essentially their first show being almost like an introduction to ECW as a best of, but the first live show or live to tape rather would be a week later, September 3rd, 1999. But this actually took place on August 27th and the icon that you're going to click on, on the WWE network will show the Dudley boys Bubba with a mic in his hand and Devon with the tag title around his neck. All right, Tony, we've got a new sponsor this week. Let me, uh, Get this out here. All right, here we go. Oozlife.com is your one-stop shop for all your cannabis and CBD accessories. Products like vape pens, pipes, bongs. Can we say bongs? Bongs, e-nails, grinders, and rolling trays? Rolling trays. Okay. Rolling trays. Best sellers include the Slim Twist Vape Pen, the Drought Dryer Vaporizer, Kettle Water Pipe, 
Slugger dabbing dugout. What the fuck is that? Bowser silicone glass pipe. Smell proof traveler series. Smell proof traveler series. Can we even do this? Grinder tray and so much more, including some wild products your friends haven't seen before. Oozlife.com is always coming out with new and innovative products and color designs. Oozlife.com is the loud and in your face brand you've been waiting for. Ooze batteries have a lifetime warranty and free shipping on orders over 50 bucks. Oozlife.com, affordable prices so you can spend more on actual weed. That's not real. Is this the real commercial? Actual weed? I can't say that, can I? Okay. Here's a special discount code for you. WHW will get you 15% off your entire order. It's a one-time use per customer. So make sure you get the most bang for your buck and really load up over at oozelife.com. That's O-O-Z-E-L-I-F-E.com and use that promo code WHW to get 15% off your order. And one more time, that's a one-time use per customer. So really hook it up, load up, get 15% off at once. And we should mention you must be of legal age in your state to purchase, which is 18 to 21, depending on the state. And I can't believe this is real. Check it out. I had to oozelife.com affordable prices. So you can spend more on actual weed. Yeah. Oozelife.com. WHW is your promo code 15% off your entire order, but don't forget it only works one time So load up. You'd be glad you did. I think we've got some, uh, some friends here in our, our pile of low key big hogs and uh, glass bottom boat riders who can give us a little bit of a countdown whenever you're ready, Tony. But before we do. What'd you think of that first part of our ECW doubleheader overall? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Oh, two thumbs up on this because of what it meant in the quote unquote, historical timeline of wrestling. And number two, because I was completely unaware this had happened completely. I didn't know what happened to the NWA belt. I didn't know they had done this to the NWA belt. Right. And I didn't know how uh, Eastern championship wrestling became extreme. And so it was a history lesson for me. So I loved it. Well, uh, let's tag in one of our friends, do a little countdown and let's get this show on the road for part two of our ECW doubleheader. Again, it's ECW wrestling. It's only a 36 minute episode, September 3rd, 1999. It's the Dudley's last night here in the promotion. They're bidding farewell to ECW. And unfortunately they're taking the tag titles with them and they're going to give them to Vince McMahon on their first day. And, uh, somebody has something to say about that. All right. So let's go to one of our low key big hogs. Once again, these, one of our, uh, top tier subscribers on our Patreon slash WHW Monday channel. Take it away. Hey, what's up guys. This is Matt from Midland, Texas in the good old Permian basin. Proud listener of What Happened When, number one fan of General Slapdick himself, Tony Schiavone, and his co-pilot, Conrad Thompson. And now for the countdown. Three, two, one, play. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. How about oh. it? Bro. Who are, you, who are you more intimidated by Taz there or Ronnie behind him? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I better say Taz. 
By the way, the guy following behind him in a little fan cam on the bottom right, that's Gabe Sapolsky, mm. who um, went on to become, you know, he's sort of Paul Heyman's protege here. He's going to go on to become the, the first major booker for Ring of Honor. Did a lot of their glory year stuff. Mm. And then uh, eventually he would help run Evolve. And now I believe he's a consultant with WWE, but that's how it started. Humble beginnings, working for Rob Feinstein, running around ringside uh, with a, a secondary camera. So was Rob involved in this promotion? No, no, no. He just, I mean, yes, a little bit. He sold tapes. Okay. So he okay. was like one of their official video distributors. Okay. And Gabe would work on the programs and take merch. Gabe was like, I don't know, uh, sort of what JJ did for Dusty. Gabe did for, for Paul. Got it. How about that world title right there? Pretty cool looking belt and pretty intimidating looking dude there. You couldn't convince me in 99 that Taz wasn't one of the biggest badasses in wrestling. Yeah. He, I listen. He is. And he, and he, uh, he can still, uh, snatch you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's like I said, you know, we love, love working with him. I've, I've been able to do, you know, a couple of weeks of dark with him and, and he's been with us on, you know, on our uh, dynamite show. And I just love you just, it's, it's what, what's one of those poking the bear type things, you know, and, yeah. and you realize because, you know, I listen, I, I didn't, uh, I may have told this story before. I didn't know how to give people shit until I met you <laughs> and you're the master of it. So I've got to learn from you. Amazing, isn't it? But, and so I can give Taz shit, but I know when to stop. Cause I know when he's really getting pissed off. Look at that, man. Boy, to Jerry could do some stuff. Couldn't he, by the way, I'm so excited. We're watching this because I just realized, I don't think you and I have ever watched a show from the Oaks Lodge. Have you seen ECW in this building before? No, I didn't. I, I was thinking that this was a corner of the ECW arena. No, no, no. This is the second most famous building in ECW history. Of course, the first being the ECW arena in Philadelphia, but this is their New York home. It's the Elks Lodge in Queens. Mm. And, and of course the actual ECW arena was called the new Alhambra or something like that. But we nicknamed it the ECW arena. Well, this Elks Lodge in Queens was nicknamed the Madhouse of extreme because these fans are fucking rabid they make the show look nobody's sitting down yeah a bottom row top a bottom section top section not sitting down everybody's standing even if you got a balcony seat you got a front row seat they are rabid and there was you know paul was such a master at this he would run you know philly one night in new york the next you'd have the arena one night in queens the next and he would play them off of each other you know he would be like hey guys uh philly's putting you guys to shame Right. Uh, you know, and, and they're going to get, look at them. Yeah. Everything they do. You want to talk about ambiance. And I was really glad that, that they got their just due on the second episode of ECW on TNN, because this crowd, man, they made it. Were you ever, ever able to go to the Elks Lodge? No, I, I, it's my, one of my one regrets in wrestling is I never got to see wrestling there and ring of honor actually did a few shows and a few Indies did a few shows there. I think ring of honor did very early on, by the way, I don't know if you see him running around ringside, but Sam from Atlas security is there too. Oh yeah. I saw Sam. 
I saw Sam when uh, Taz came in. You know what? Let's just say right now, loud and proud. Fuck Sam. How does Sam look the same age 21 years ago as he does now? I don't know, man. He's still, he's still jacked and still a badass. Sam looks identical. Yeah, he does. Sam's fucking quantum leap. And there's Steve Carino. Nothing happened to Steve Carino over there in the corner. He's probably pissed off about baseball or Tony Schiavone or both. Well, he's pissed off probably because he has to work with Terry Taylor on a daily basis. That would make me fucking mad. Of course it would. Yeah, it did at one time. Here's the thing. I don't know if you've seen the crowd reacting, but Carino knows how to get heat. These fans fucking hate him. He's constantly jawjacking with them, getting them fired up. Oh no, not the cross faces. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, these, uh, I don't think you can work these. No, he's just beating the shit out of a guy. Yeah. I and know. he's showing the, 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 the limp head <laughs> every corner. Like, Hey, y'all want to take a look? Wham. There's not a person at this arena that's think that thinks this ain't real, man. They, they're thinking, you know, this guy is beating the fuck out of Tajiri. Cause he is. And by the way, I know that our, our man, uh, Jim gives everybody shit, but to me, Tajiri was the master of the leg slap. Every time he kicked somebody, he would, he would slap those shiny pants and my God, it sounded like he was destroying them. And the first time I saw it, it was such a presentation. I was taken aback. Really, really well done. Did I ever tell you my hurricane story of the first time I felt like an idiot in a long time about wrestling? Does this have to do with Helms? Yes. Okay. So hurricane was hosting like a, uh, an all in watch along and our first, um, Starcast in Chicago and Okada was wrestling Marty Skrull. So I come back from the arena, want to check in and see how the watch along's going. Show's not over at all in, but you know, I, I got an event going on. So I just wanted to go check everybody out and I see the finger break thing that Marty does so well, makes a huge loud pop. And I did not understand the magic. And so I'm like, man, I gotta figure out how he does that. And Shane looked at me with this wrinkled up face, curled nose and upper lip. And he said something, I don't know, something not polite to me, but I could just tell he was disgusted by me. Mm. And he made sure to tell me how fucking stupid I was and all that. And that was great. Mm -hmm. And then he explained it with the most simplistic maneuver ever. And I wanted to just disappear because here I am thinking, oh, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Nope. I don't know shit. Mm. And how about this for a highlight package to get the show started on TNN? Mm. I love this music. Oh Lord. Um, yeah, you know what? It's, it's, you feel bad when you're, you're made to feel like an idiot. No, but, but I, I needed that. Yeah. But when an idiot makes you feel like an idiot, you feel worse. <laughs> Don't you? Right. I mean, you think, well, that fucker's an idiot and he was making me feel bad. We got to do something with Shane. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of not doing stuff with Shane. I'm going to do stuff with Shane. You heard it here yeah. first folks. Um, uh, and of course, you know, he was, uh, for, uh, he was let go, I guess, by the WWE. Well, is there, you know, I, I feel like we're splitting hairs on furlough and, and let go. Cause right. how about they're sitting at home, not making money. So right. Exactly. In, in the middle of WWE having their best quarter ever in the history of yeah. ever. 
Yeah. How do they explain that to those people? How do you, how do you legitimately explain that to those people you furloughed? Well, I'll be honest. I think at first, a lot of people, myself included, were a little sympathetic thinking, shit, man, things are about to be weird. I mean, it's yeah. going to be tough. But then you see the numbers come out and you're like, oh, well, I'm stupid. Yeah. Uh, how about yeah. this crowd shot, man? I, I know you it, probably hate it because it's too brightly lit and it shows that it's not a big place, but this feels like a cult happening. This right. feels like something. I don't know. It feels like something. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know you moved on from what we were talking about, but can I uh, put oh, a button on this sure, by saying sure. My bad. The, the furloughs in the WWE will go down as the greatest work in the business. There you go. You need to you need to satisfy the bottom line for your stockholders and you need to lie to your people who help you get there. But that's business. Well, since we're doing it, you just want to take a shit on Bruce Pritchard personally, Vince McMahon. No, personally. no, 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 I don't. I don't think Bruce made that call. No, L let me tell you something. Bruce Pritchard wants everybody to make more money than they've ever made ever. Of course he does because Bruce is one of the good guys. I know he doesn't get painted with that brush a lot. A lot of times people assume the worst of Bruce, but nope, in reality, good he wants everybody to have their best year ever this year, right now, today. Yeah. Never, never, ever. Will you hear him say, oh, we're paying that guy too much money. Right. Bruce is Bruce is like an office MVP. Bruce is like a guy that I'd love to work with. And there ain't many up there that I can say that about. He's, uh, it's funny because I, I get frequent calls in short spans. So it'll be like a two minute conversation, 38 second conversation, five minute conversation, but it's always something funny or something stupid that one of us has just thought of. And yeah. Yeah. Good guy. By the way, I feel bad for Joel Gertner here because Joel realizes, well, the Dudleys have just signed with the WWF. And I did not, mm. I'm probably SOL, but very quickly they find him a spot here on the program. He's going to be a big part of the new TV show and he's going to be sort of Joey's sidekick. And he's explaining that he's just like Rubik's cube. The more you play with it, the harder it gets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a line. How great is Joel Gertner? Oh, as a character and as in real life, great on both accounts. I think he invented the pencil beard too. Mm-hmm. Is that where Dave Silva got his? I think Dave Silva got his name at the vape shop. Could we call Dave Silva the Hispanic Joel Gertner? No, Joel's funny. Oh, have I told you my new favorite thing? Uh, no, it's got, it's got, it's got to, it's got to deal, deal with shitting on somebody, but go ahead. Drop kicking Dave Silva in the pool. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Okay. Are both of you are outside and you drop kicking him. He goes into the pool or both of you in the water. He's in the water. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'll get a running start outside the pool and, and drop kick him. But most of the time he'll be floating around the pool. And so will I. And when he's not looking, boom, drop kick. That's gotta be a video. 
Oh, there's lots of video of it. You just ain't getting it. Come on. It's got to be on our Patreon channel. No, a couple hippos yeah. waiting around. Nah. <laughs> yes. Here's exclusive what, here's for our low key big hogs. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get Lois over here and convince her to go swimming. Uh, well, you ain't going to do that. Yes, I am. And then I'll give you, I'll get, if you get Lois in your pool, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Can I get the East? Can I get my six man belt instead? Uh, yeah. If you get Lois in the pool, I will personally spend a day up in the attic a day by myself going through boxes and shit. Hey, Clint, get some floaties. Lois is going swimming. <laughs> she ain't. Oh yeah. Oh, she's got every excuse in the world. Don't like the sun. Don't like the chlorine. Don't want people to see me the way I am. I got asthma, blah, blah. I mean, she's got every fucking excuse All in the right. world. Here's the thing. So good luck with that, buddy. You don't, you don't have to worry about asthma because mm -hmm. it's not a deep pool. You can stand up the whole way. Mm -hmm. It's not chlorine. It's salt. Mm -hmm. uh, we can do it. I've got umbrellas uh, all around, but we can also do it when the sun is starting to set. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get it. You're going to get her drunk. hundred percent. Mm. You think I don't have peach moonshine <laughs> set aside. Just for her, I got Jim Beam. I got all the different flavors of Jim Beam. I'm ready to roll. Well, <clears throat> looks like eventually I'm going to be up in that attic. Yeah, one way or another. <laughs> How about Jerry Lynn looks like a baby here? By the way, this is the era where they're pushing him. Of course, as you know, Rob Van Dam used to say, um, because Shawn Michaels will go on TV and say he was the main event. He was the showstopper. Well, Rob Van Dam comes out and mocks that and says, I'm not just the main event. I'm not just the showstopper. I'm the whole fucking show. Well, so he goes toe to toe with Jerry Lynn. They have a great series of matches here in 99. Sort of the ECW equivalent steamboat flair, if you will. Right. And Jerry Lynn is nicknamed by the fans, the new fucking show in like April or May of 99. So here you go. The height of Jerry Lynn's career here as we're kicking oh. off. Oh, and Fonzie gets a big slap on him. Oh, fuck. Did he ever? That brings out Van Dam. This is a hot show so far, man. Yeah, it is, man. Taz comes. I mean, they had Taz go over before the credits, before the show open. You yeah. talk about a hot open, man. And now they got this. You know, Cody's friend, Vanilla Vance. That looks like him with a ponytail on the far side. Yeah, it does. Vanilla Vance. Oh, and here, here they come. Oh. The true heels of professional wrestling. The Dudley boys. Now they have already, they already have left. Basically everybody knows this. Everybody knows it. Hmm. <laughs> this is their final night in ECW. Yeah. And what a moment this is, by the way, the fan cam footage of that night was really tremendous because I think Bubba had his whole family there. Like his sister was there and. I think Devon's wife may have been there. I don't know, but a lot of their close friends and family were there. And this ECW audience who was notorious for chanting, you sold out and shit like that. 
they were appreciative of what the Dudleys had done. And here they come, your tag champs, Balls Mahoney and Spike Dudley. That's right. We're giving mm. the Dudley boys a title shot on their last night in the promotion. So as you can imagine, everybody and their brother knows well, the Dudleys aren't winning. They're leaving. They already signed a new deal. Mm. And they started the match, man, right uh, during the break, basically. Uh, they jump-started I think some of this has been edited because this is a 36 minute show here on the network. Right. And you know, in real life, it's gotta be 42 minutes. So there's, there's a segment or two that are missing for whatever reason. And of course we're saying that boys and girls, because on an hour show, you've got to allow time for commercials. Exactly. And how do you not love Spike Dudley? So, uh, chat me up on this. When the, when the Dudleys left, Spike didn't go with them. No, not at first. He did eventually. Uh, right. But you know, you famously seen Mike awesome, throw him around like a goddamn ping pong ball. Yeah. That's one of the most memorable ECW things I've seen. Oh man. But everybody involved so far that we've seen on this show would wind up in the WWF eventually Taz to Jerry, Spike Dudley, balls, Mahoney, the Dudley boys. They all wound up in the WWE eventually. There's another thing going on here that I think we should mention something that you and I have touched on in the past. I've always said to you, you know, make it, uh, try to do something out of the box, something different. Yeah. The hard camera here is right there. I like the angle. Yeah. That, that instead of being straight on at the ring. The hard camera is at an angle. It's right across the top of a, of a ring post. And that's thinking outside the box. That's looking different. Right. I like that. I mean, it's like when they, when, uh, I guess then TNA go to the, what the four sided, uh, eight sided ring or whatever, or did they, uh, TNA did the, uh, six sided ring, six sided ring. Then that was, you know, that was something different, right? Think outside the box, sit down and think, don't just react. Oh, little niz that she is at. This ought to be good. <laughs> God, they beat the fuck out of this kid. Every time we see spike, he's getting the fuck beat out of him. Let me, uh, let me tell you something. I shouldn't probably be sharing. Okay. I did a, a podcast a few months ago with Eric Bischoff mm -hmm. about TNA and he right. shit all over the six sided ring. Big time. Big he shit time. all over. Big time. Okay. He said it was stupid. It was nonsensical. And only the only thing people could say was, oh, it keeps people from clicking the channels. Oh, what is this? Oh, this is different. Mm -hmm. And he just hated it. Okay. And said it wasn't wasn't, you know, easy for the boys. It was a harder surface, but it was, they also weren't familiar with it. And it was just stupid. He hated it. Oh man. Look at that chair. My God, what a chair shot. Mm. How is Bubba just a functioning human? Anyway, <laughs> Devon sell job. <laughs> Devon has the best sales ever. <laughs> okay. Je Jeff Jarrett listens to that show. Okay. And sent me a text message. 
Uh I'm not going to read the exact text message, but the gist was, uh, here's the reason the six sided ring existed. It got us on a toy shelf in so-and-so stores, which allowed us to make X number of dollars, several hundreds of thousands of dollars as a guarantee right out of the gate and kept us afloat another blah, blah, blah. Mm. So the idea was, whereas Bischoff is like, ah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have the context of knowing, well, if it's six sides, they'll put it on a toy shelf and look at the table. And now the thumbtacks hypothetically, Mm -hmm. how much would it take for you to wrestle balls Mahoney in a match where, you know, he's going to put you through a table covered in thumbtacks. Uh, first of all, I I wouldn't even want to go through a table, much less thumbtacks. So. It would take many of, uh, many six figures. Meanwhile, Tommy dreamer took 10 cane shots for a little less. Yeah. Uh, much less. Um, well, you see now, uh, in defense of, of Jeff Jarrett, uh, again, maybe your ideas don't always work, but think outside the box and maybe, well, no, my point was it wasn't stupid. The six sided ring. It was a great call for business because it got them a big toy deal that they made a right. bunch of money on. And so sometimes right. when people say, oh, look at this, they want Dudley death drop. Look at the crowd. These sons of bitches on their last night have just <laughs> stolen the fucking tag titles. And now they're what? Eight time ECW world tag team champions. Wow. That's less than ideal. Yeah. And that, that's a pretty good swerve actually. That's exactly why they do it. You know, cause nobody can right. call that. Right. Exactly. I, I like it when, uh, you do something that nobody can call. It's one of those, look at that fucking chair shot. Look at, look, come on, sell it. Devon. <laughs> That's tremendous. Oh, uh, and he works for the WWE right now. Uh, no, he, oh, does, the, he did though. D- one D- time, Devon does. Yes. Yeah. That's what I meant. Devon does. I thought for a minute you meant spike. What a story. Yeah. Joey just. Railing on it now, man. So, uh, chat me up. This is, this is the first TNN show. This is the second TNN show. The okay. First, I'm sorry. Second TNN, TNN show, show and was a, like a best of, there was a whole bunch of controversy about that. We'll talk about it another time. And there you see Bubba chilling in the crowd, wearing a North Carolina hat. And why is it, why is he wearing a North Carolina hat? Because it says heels. Mm. They're the tar heels. I love that. By the way, do a little mic work. Let's uh, track it. Yeah. Let's let this. Heroes. Heroes to whom do you two think you are? We're in the 
Alvarez. I love this, man. The crowd is so interactive, chanting, na 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 na, hey, 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 goodbye. And they're threatening to drop the belts on Vince's desk. This is great stuff, man. Yeah, it is. Compelling story. And they got one of the best mans with the mic, too. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he's seriously probably one of the most underrated talkers. Whenever you hear people talk about all time great stick men, you know, obviously you're going to hear about rock and Austin and Piper and flair and Hogan, and you hear about Paulie and there's so many greats. I mean, we couldn't list them all. I don't think we ever hear Bubba in the conversation and he deserves to be my goodness. Yep. He knew how to get some heat and get a reaction and get people fired up. When they moved on to the WWE, did they let him do his, his talk? Uh, no, I mean, well, here's the you... thing. The reason, I mean, they did a little bit for sure. But he would, he would push the limits, man. Like, um, we played a clip here before. I think you and I watched the ECW pay-per-view where he was getting heat mm -hmm. from the crowd. And he said something like, um, it was heat wave. And he said something like, uh, we got, we got this, uh, whore in the front row who taught her daughter how to suck dick <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And. Unfortunately, TNN executives were in the crowd mm. and we're like, uh, nope. So there was a big controversy about what they could or couldn't do on the show. And they started off on the wrong foot. And a lot of that had to do according to some books that have been written over the years with the mic work of Bubba Ray. And they didn't like on that same show, they used fire. I don't think, mm. you know, like TNN really wanted WWF programming. Sure. They wanted the rock. They wanted stone cold. They wanted Monday night raw, but they couldn't get that because they were under contract to USA. So this was sort of an appetizer. We'll get ECW instead, but they didn't have a huge financial commitment and they didn't promote it very well. And it flopped, but maybe part of the reason that it didn't get off to this great start according to books that have been written over the years is because they didn't trust the content for advertisers, whether it was the foul language or the crazy violence with thumbtacks and fire and all that. But you know, you got to appreciate, they got to try new stuff. And here's Tommy dreamer, Paul Heyman well, trying he, to keep he, him from coming out. Yeah. They, they, they called him out. Here's what I need to say about that that if they didn't trust TNN or didn't trust ECW in the content, that's the fault of ECW for not building up a better relationship with themselves and the, and the uh, channel, man, look at this shit we're seeing. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And you see Francine trying to convince Tommy you're hurt. 
You don't need to do this. Just let them leave. Who cares? Who cares what they're saying? And Bubba just called Francine a $2 whore. Uh. So yeah, typical AC, uh, ECW. Yeah. And of course, Bubba saying, oh, I'm going to take these belts to raw. Oh man. Two hundred discs in his back and look at these crazy clips from ECW past. Tommy taking big bumps, son. Uh, ooh, there we go. And that wasn't even the one uh, we saw. No, that was more recently with Just Incredible. Mm -hmm. That's his wife in real life, Beulah mm -hmm. McGillicuddy. And of course, the Dudley boys ended her career. With a little 3D, the Dudley death drop. Uh, yikes. Okay. I love they're giving you the whole backstory. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. It was a nice thing that, that Paul was aware of. Hey, we've got to make sure that people who are seeing our program for the first time understand exactly what's going on here. Yeah. How about the very simplistic set? I mean, the building isn't conducive to having a big entrance set. So they've just got pipe and drape with a couple of lights, but they've printed ECW <laughs> on the curtains and oh, he can't help it. Tommy dreamer is walking right into a slaughter. The Dudley boys are working him over. So what do you think of this crowd and the story we've seen so far on this show? I, I, I love the entire story. This is a, this is a well-done show. Really? <laughs> you digging it in there, buddy. What's the last time you did that? Uh, what dug it in there? Yeah. I don't know. I can't ever remember doing that. Hand him that ladder girl. Come what, on now. That's what Lois is going to have to do for you. Hand you the ladder so you can get your ass up in that attic. Get my belt. Yeah, we'll see. I'm telling you, Lois is ass swimming. I'm going to convince her these waters are like old Wilford Brimley's cocoon. <laughs> She's going to be down in there. I got what's good for what ails her. Like diabetes. Get her floating around. Get her some Jim Beam. Bye sign. I'm going to put her dog on a float. Oh, I'm going to have Chewy on a float. Chewy on a float. Tell me that ain't happening. Yeah, Chewy, Chewy, come to your house, see your dogs. We'll have to put him in a, in a cage by himself because he'll go crazy. He's the dog. The dog is like his owner. He's insane. But Chewy's her dog, right? That's right. That's what I meant. Yeah. And Bug is your dog. That's right. Bug is chill, cool. And y'all managed to kill off all the other dogs, right? No, we have it. Those dogs died. Now stop it. I, what? I mean, just a few weeks ago on this show, you were talking about how when you were a Ute, you would hit dogs with baseball bats. Stop it. <laughs> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that was the real Tony Schiavone right there. That was not performer Tony. Stop it. <laughs> I love dogs. God damn it. I love them more than some of my kids. You talk I about. love them more than all my kids. <laughs> <than my daughter. laughs> 
Well, not Lori. You're, you're, you're sweet yeah. on your only girl. Yeah. Ex- I was saying, except, except Lori, but your boys, you could, you know, you could give yeah. or take, uh, take or leave them, whatever. Yeah. If, if it goes down to going out and going, having dinner with my kids or walking my dogs, I'm gonna go to the, with the dogs. I think it's cool that there's at least one female in the family that you like. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if it was <laughs> your right. wife, but you know, Lori's cool yeah. too. Yeah. It's Lori. Cause she's more Shivani than she is burger is, um, just, just between me and you, nobody can hear us. It's just me and you talking. Okay, good. Lori, right, wears, Lori wears the pants in her household. Doesn't she? Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> How did I guess that? <laughs> oh boy. Don't screw around with that girl, buddy. No, no. I, I gathered that. Oh man. <laughs> Nailing him right in the herniated discs with the title belt. Whipping him with the title belt. What? Oh, oh and even sign boy said, don't do it. And he shoved him down. Well, cause he's not going to the WWFC. All right. They only signed Bubba and Devon. So they even get the heat on poor sign guy. By the way, a uh, little known fact, sign guy Dudley invented Hulu. Really? Look it up. What's his idea. So. Went from being a push around here in uh, ECW to in real life, creating Hulu, one of the more, uh, preeminent subscription services around. Oh man. Nope. No Dudley death drop. He has enough for the DDT. Look who it is. And the fans are going fucking berserk. Look at him. So just to put that in perspective, these guys were mortal enemies for years and years and years. Raven, Tommy, and Beulah went to camp together. They didn't like each other. Didn't get along a blood feud, probably the most dominant storyline in the company's history from 95 through 97. And famously in May of 97, Raven leaves. We just watched that Wrestlepalooza finally after beating Tommy dreamer hundreds of times. Dreamer beat him one time and he's off to WCW. And as you may recall, Eric Bischoff held a talent meeting and said, if you're not happy, ask for your release. I'll grant it. You can leave. And Raven is the only person who calls his bluff and says, okay, cool. I'm out of here. But they managed to keep it quiet. And he shows up here as an unadvertised surprise. And in the most uh, unlikely of scenarios where his mortal enemy is now his tag team partner. They've saved the belts from going to Vince McMahon. ECW's tag team titles stay put, but with two guys who have hated each other their entire life. Great story, man. Paul Heyman's the man, dude. I, I, I hate that. You well, he was different. back then. It's good shit. What a cool way to go off the air. This shot. Mm-hmm. Raven coming back from WCW. Now he's a part of ECW and we're off the air with him in the fan. It's, it's fucking cool, man. I love it. It is, man. It's, uh, this, this was a good day. It's a, we, we saw some great historic ECW shit today and I love it. Great storylines. Well, and we're going to be back next week with, uh, something you and I have talked about, but we've never actually watched. 
It's going to be the Nitro from September 1st, 1997. Uh, we've got Chris Jericho in a Cruiserweight Battle Royal. We've got Ray Trailer with Prince Iakeo. We've got Stevie Richards with Damian. We've got Alex Wright and Hugh Morris. We've got Buff Bagwell and Glacier. We've got Mortis and Silver King. We've got Savage and Hall against DDP and Lex Luger. But the big story, it's the NWL parodying the horseman. Mm. Kevin Nash with a knee brace or a neck brace rather, and the silly glasses and the forehead spots and the crazy hairpiece and the cooler. Mm. And they're mocking the horseman. Not a great day to be a horseman fan or an Arn Anderson fan when they mock his, his famous my spot promo, but that's what we do here on the show. And we're going to do it next week. Uh, and for right now, it looks like it's about that time, Tony. It is about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at the edge of Conrad Thompson's pool and Lois Shivani with Chewy in her arms standing outside of the pool right now. Dave Silva's in the pool trying to get her to get in. She will not. Wait a minute. From behind, it's Conrad Thompson with a dropkick on Lois. She's in the pool. And Tony Schiavone's got to go to the attic. What a cheating motherfucker Conrad Thompson is. That son of a... Oh! We are desperately out of time, kind sir. We'll see you next week on What Happened When. We're on Westwood One. And Mondays, we are on... Patron. WHW Monday is the place to be. It's patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday or adfreeshows.com. There's no better time to say I love you, and the most hated jeweler in America is at it again. You've heard us say I hate stevensinger.com, and you've heard us rave about his famous roses. But Steven Singer has been selling diamonds and bridal jewelry for four decades. Whether you have someone or something to celebrate, Steven is there for you. Ready to take the next step? Steven has a ready-for-love engagement ring collection that is no hassle, no risk, expertly picked engagement rings that are ready to go. Don't worry, Steven won't let you mess this up. He's been selling online for over two decades, but he's recently kicked everything up a notch to better service friends and guests online. He has real expert jewelers on call to help you find the perfect ring or gift through new virtual video appointments, calls, texts, chats, or emails, all with extended hours. On top of that, he offers the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee and free shipping. Interest-free financing is available online, too, and that's just the beginning. Gifts that say I love you every single day, backed with decades of experience in the comfort of your own home, it's easy. Just go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Fast, free, and safe shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers, that's IHateStevenSinger.com. Com. Save with Conrad.com makes saving money fast and easy. Don't take my word for it. Just ask Justin in Ashland, Kentucky. He said, very personable, always available. Derek was great and always there when I had questions. Plus I saved a bunch of money compared to my previous loan. Five stars. Tyson in Long Beach, California says save with Conrad was great. Give Derek a raise. Matthew in Richmond, Pennsylvania says, SaveWithConrad.com was very easy to work with, trustworthy, friendly, and responsive. Michael in Brunswick, Ohio says, SaveWithConrad.com was very responsive. Everything was smooth, no hassle, no BS. Linda in Connecticut left a five-star review and said, we're going to save her more than $75,000. But how much can you save? Find out right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. 
And if we can't save you some cash, we won't waste your time at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Make it happen for your family right now at savewithconrad.com.